everyone, and welcome to our fourth episode of Let's Talk Building Science. My name is Alicia Campbell, Marketing Manager for Airfoam Industries. And I'm Douglas Benyon, uh, Specialist in Building Science and Code Compliance. For those of you who don't know, Airfoam is a North American EPS building insulation, ICF, geofoam, and flotation products manufacturer. Today, we're coming to you from our studio located next to our manufacturing plant. So you may hear some industrial equipment, just a fair warning. If you like what you hear on this episode or any other episodes, please make sure to hit that subscribe button and leave us a review. We love hearing your input. Today, we are very excited to have a legend in the residential building market as our guest. Todd Best from Best Builders is here to talk with us as we dive into everything happening in the residential construction industry, and we will unpack topics such as codes, current trends, and modern homeowners, and learn more about Best Builders and their fantastic team. Todd, welcome. It's great to have you here. Thank you very much. So we'll just dive right into it. So having you on this podcast and doing an interview together is long overdue as Airfoam and Best Builders go way back. How long has it been that we've been working together? I've been using ICF product for around 15 years. Wow. So uh, quite a while. Yeah. How long has Best Builders been doing their thing? Uh, Best Builders, so I, the company name I actually changed uh, about, uh, let's see here now, 20 years ago to Best Builders, just to shorten it. Mm-hmm. It was before it was my father's business. It was with Gary Best Design and Construction for a little while. Oh, that's cool. And then we kind of shortened it and, and wanted to keep my dad's name in there because it was important for me to carry on the legacy. So mm-hmm. Best Builders has been a limited company for around 20 years. Oh, wow. That's awesome. So, um, I mean, you are one of the more recognized contractors in the BC Lower Mainland, which takes time. Tell us about you, what got you into building and construction, and why you keep doing it. So, I've been doing construction since, well, I guess grade 10, helping my dad. And um, originally, that wasn't my goal. Originally, I wanted to go to uh, university um, and uh, be a school teacher. Is what I originally wanted to do. (laughs) And then upon finishing high school, my dad said, you know what, you take a year off and just come and work and we'll save some money. And I just kind of fell in love with the industry. Uh, I like building stuff with my hands. I'm I'm definitely more of a hands-on learner than a book learner. So as I'm putting stuff together, I become fascinated. And I think that aspect of construction just kind of drew me in. And then I found myself going to BCIT and doing an apprenticeship and mm-hmm. and never really looked back. Man, there you go. Yeah. So it happened quite young. Yes. So uh, Best Builders has been around for quite a while. How did that start? And tell us more about your team. Well, I guess a bit more because it a started bit. with your father. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's it. Yeah, actually. So, uh, you know, as a quite a a continuation, if you will, my love of teaching never stopped. Mm-hmm. Um, and so as I became known in the industry uh, as a, a very capable carpenter, I started bringing on more young guys. And I found that I wanted to be able to teach. So I think this is really the model of our business really mm-hmm. is we bring young guys in and then we're able to send them through school, train them properly, uh, show them all the science behind building and 
be able to pass on that love that, that I have. And a lot of the guys that work for me have, we pass it on to these young guys. They become impassioned and then they put that into the product. So that's really the model, I think, for the companies to take these young men, show them how much fun they can have. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't have to be just going to work, being a job. Yeah. So, and that's then that awesome. generates excitement and that goes into the project. And then we get these fantastic homes. And then you have a lot of really well-trained professionals out there as well. And you know, some of the young guys I have, they, they go on to work for other, or to create their own companies, work for other companies. They take that love and passion with them. I mean, you know, I don't want to be selfish, but, you know, <laughs> but it is, it's fun for me now, having been in the industry for as long as I have, which is going on 40 years now, I guess, um, to watch some of these young guys now walk across the Georgie platform and win awards of their own. So you can't help but applaud that. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, So what kind of projects do you guys work on? Well, we do all kinds of projects, of course. I mean, I've been doing this for a long time, so I've kind of seen trends change and, and morph a little bit, if you will. I always like to say... I like to take on the projects that no one else wants to. <laughs> um, and that's sort of how my whole reputation began is people were saying like, oh, there's no way I can pick up this heritage building from this corner and move it to that corner and then rebuild all the windows. I'm like, I think I can do it. I'd like to try that. Um, and that's really, I think, what I tell people is I don't want to build the atypical home. I want to build something unique, special, uh, something that speaks of who the person is themselves, uh, maybe a piece of their personality. Mm-hmm. You know, we always tease clients that I don't want to put an address on your house. I want your friends to drive down the street and go, that's where he lives. Cause that house just screams who, he, you know, who they are as a person. Right. And you like to take on that challenge. I want the challenge hundred mm-hmm. percent. I want to make it fun. Yeah. Yeah. Especially at this point being in the industry so long. Yeah. Um, so we mentioned the quality of your work, but the proof is in the pudding, as they say. Uh, we counted about 55 awards in your best builder's name through the Home Builders Association of Vancouver and the Greater Vancouver Home Builders Association. Is there any one award that stands out to you and why? Hmm. I think you know, all the awards have different reasons, I guess. Um, it's hard. I think it would be hard for me to, to pick just one. Uh, we kind of generate this excitement right from the start with clients. I mean, I know that we just, like, we just won this, uh, we won a, a Georgie for best kitchen over 150,000 just currently. And I still have a video in my phone of when my client and I first walked into her old house and I gave her my hammer and we were knocking holes in the wall so she could see her view. <laughs> so at each project, I think when they win an award, I mean, the awards aren't the end goal, mm-hmm. but it's definitely nice to be recognized by your peers and to have someone say, you know, everything, everything went great with that job. Um, and you get some recognition at the end. So it's kind of a nice little pat on the oh, back. Absolutely. At the end. Yeah. Um, so having done hundreds of projects, is there one project that you're most proud of? There's one project that always stands out to me and it's a, it's one of the current ones we did uh, in, in Tawasson Beach. Um, it's one of the projects that we actually utilized your product with. And I got to tell you, it was a godsend. <laughs> we love <laughs> hearing that, that. That was that one that was way down over the bank, right? Way down oh, at the bottom yeah. of the cliff. Just impossible to access. So we had we had, subco- we had uh, talked to forming crews about helping. So it was quite extensive form work on both the bank stabilization and the home. Uh, my guys, the thought of carrying three-quarter inch sheets of plywood... <laughs> Uh, down literally, I think we counted 138 steps. Oh, so probably the equivalent of about, you know, five, six stories by the time you could weave back and forth. Um, and back. And back <laughs> to get more product. Um, 
And then I remember the ICF truck literally rolling up and us picking up bundles and just tossing them down the bank. <laughs> so and it's, everything else got barged in. So like all our footing material, our frame all got barged in. Like, and what a nightmare to stage it in all these sections. Oh, man. And then I know we took this great video of the ICF because, you know, the guys basically set up one central saw in the middle of the form. They had the folding uh, easy saws, the pocket saws. Yep. Mm-hmm. And that was all they needed. And then the guys just like literally roared around and the foundation was done in like 10 days. That's awesome. So to be able to say there's the foundation, I would think traditionally would have taken me probably 45 days, which is what was in the original budget, 45 days. Wow. It took us 10. Wow. And the guys were doing it just in their t-shirts and, you know, they're not worrying about humping anything around. We put the scaffolding up, took the scaffolding down and at least started framing. Like it's just such a fantastic product. And it was actually cheaper than the plywood. Yeah. Well, by the time you strip and, and no clean. waste, because I got to haul yeah. that garbage out again. Yeah. yeah. So there was none of that. Yeah. Good luck getting that out of there. Right? Well, yeah. I mean, everything I said got craned in or hauled yeah. out. We had one young guy there that literally used to climb it four or five times a day, mm-hmm. and he lost thirty-two pounds. Wow. <laughs> in that project, and by the end of it, he could have been like some kind of cross-country fitness guy. He actually started wearing a weight vest to get a better workout. He's gone up and down the bank so much, but but it was uh, that that for me that project really sticks out because I was so proud of my guys and what they did. Well, and saving thirty five days too. Oh yeah, and you guys had a rep come out. Anthony came out and showed mm-hmm. the guys how to you know because you had some blockouts and stuff in that we hadn't done before, and so it was nice that you came straight out the next day and showed the guys how to do the bulkheads and everything. So that I think for me was the most satisfactory project that i can think of right off the top of my head certainly one of the most challenging oh yeah yeah. and it it turned out just so amazing um so now having such a long history behind best builders the building industry has changed quite a bit what do you think are the biggest trends impacting residential construction market biggest trends well obviously with the code changes right now everything moving towards you know energy efficiency net zero passive um you need to be able to utilize the best product at your fingers uh, and be able to get educated on it. Um, there's, I'm sure there'll be lots of products that come out, but you know, the big thing is here is you got to pick a product that's both beneficial to, well, it's going to meet the building codes, your air tightness. You got to be able to train your guys on it and it's got to be able to have some longevity and, and what's behind it. Like you don't want to be necessarily using a product that just came out last month, you know, new from KTEL, foam foundations. So going into the new like the biggest trends here, obviously, salvage. You know, people don't want waste. They don't want to be filling the landfills. Landfills are done. So uh, cost of lumber and, and, and stuff is skyrocketing. So you need good alternative products that are tested and true. And they're also going to be able to meet all the codes. So, you know, uh, and that's just going to keep trending. In the next 10 years, all the codes are going to be changing. Mm-hmm. So, so would you say that, that ICF has put best builders in a better, much better position to, to respond to that change? Oh, 100%. And I'm so glad I got a jump on this curve. Yeah. Um, we sell every house I do now is bare minimum ICF foundations. I mean, I even just do two courses when I do a laneway home. Mm. I do it in ICF. Mm. And there's a lot of reasons besides just, of course, you know, the energy requirements because ICF it well exceeds those without me having to pack an insulation, lose square footage. I mean, the benefits just go, kind of go on and on. Speaking of your guys, um, we're we're obviously in a tremendous skill shortage and labor shortage out there. I mean, yes. if if a builder has any problem, it's getting people, yeah, getting finding somebody that can read a tape measure. How does 
how does ICF help you take advantage of your existing skill set, of your existing labor set? Well, I know I touched on this a little bit earlier, but the one thing I find with having my own apprentice is they want to learn. They like they jump on these new challenges. So the nice thing about ICF is being that it's an upcoming product, a lot of these guys, a lot of my young carpenters, are they actually see themselves as cutting edge kind of guys now, like because they they fall in love with the of who the company is. And this is the big thing. So and that's what we want to, you know, sort of we want to generate that excitement, if you will. And I want to be able to educate. So we've always offered free education here. So if the guys want to take a course or if they, you know, they want to try something different or, you know, I've had one of my young guys that's now my project manager started as a apprentice. I still remember his first task at 17. I had him build like 38 bathrooms to pre-build walls. He's now my project manager, but he is constantly asking to be challenged. So the labor challenge, as you say, if you can constantly offer new challenges to the guys, everybody wants to grow. Everybody wants to exceed. Yeah. So I don't lose guys. I don't lose guys very often. We have guys coming. When I have apprentices go to school and say, this is what I'm doing and this is what my boss is doing, a lot of times we have guys calling us. And they have to say, wait, first, you know, you got to slow down. You've got another <laughs> job. you got someone that sponsors you. But we're not finding a shortage. I think it's more because we're, we're not treating our guys so much like just a number. We're treating them like an individual and letting them grow. So the BCITs and the University of Fraser Valley, they're going to teach carpentry skills. Yeah. But, and this is what I've found. I mean, I've been all over the world teaching ICF. It's a pretty easy transfer of those basic carpentry skills into ICF. 100%. It's it's not magic. It's not, it's different size two by sixes. <laughs> well, and, you know, as long as you're not throwing the guys into the soup, so to speak, you know, because yeah. guys get, okay, here's ICF. Uh, I expect you to have the foundation in five days. Goodbye. Um, which a lot of companies do. So you you want to make it fun. We put our apprentices with really skilled guys. The reason we've enjoyed and we haven't explored other foam products is because the support that we get here is unique, I find, to the industry. I need help. Someone comes straight out. I got a question. I get a phone call back. My guys have questions on site. We got a drawing. It's just that's what makes using this product so much easier. It's not just the product itself. It's the company behind the product. So when you're talking to today's home buyer, what are some common questions they have? And has that changed the last few years? Well, that's a really good question. Homeowners now are far more educated. You know, they're not calling me like they were 10 years ago. I'd like a pretty house that's 5,000 square feet with a lovely kitchen. Mm-hmm. Um, and granite countertops. And granite countertops. <laughs> <laughs> and really cheap. Um, because now they're educating themselves, of course. So, like, we've got uh, a big net zero renovation starting. He was, he literally been planning this project for 10 years. Wow. He knew everything he wanted. He knew about the products. He just wanted a builder that knew as much as he did, really. And then to be able to explain the benefits and how it would make building his home more cost effective, more energy efficient. You know, he wanted that unique home that would last 20 years. A lot of the homes I think that have been built, you know, you look at the 80s and even the 90s. I mean, the codes were too many holes in the code. Mm-hmm. Right. So uh, homeowners now are very educated. How am I going to heat my house inexpensively? How am I going to keep my house cool? I want sound. I want safety. I mean, all these questions now are right at the forefront. Mm-hmm. Well, so, as, as we sort of chatted about prior to, to starting the podcast, the, the building codes in those days look back. Yeah. They looked at historical trends in, in weather and temperatures and all that sort of thing. They don't do that anymore. They're no. looking ahead. They're looking out to 2030, 2050. Climate changes, 
um, uh, costs of, of energy, all that sort of thing, uh, carbon emissions, all 100%. that sort of thing. So really, I see Best Builders as a forward-looking company, not a backward-looking company, if I'm not incorrect. A hundred percent. I mean, this is how I've always wanted to make sure that, you know, I don't want to be, I don't want to stay the old dog, if you will, and stay set in my way. So, you know, the idea is, is that... Um, I've got young guys, I, you know, including my son um, and my son-in-law. I mean, these are guys that are looking for the future and looking to maintain the company's reputation and take it to the next level, if you will. I do, you know, kind of pride myself on being more of a boutique builder. We're never going to be building ten houses at a time. We want very, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? We In, want individualized, individualized homes that, that want that, that want to meet and exceed the code. Mm-hmm. You know, we want to give them that extra special. I'm not going to build a $200 square foot square home in Surrey. That's just not who I am. But if you want a home that's going to, you know, stay the test of time, be efficient and, and, and beautiful and probably win a Georgie, <laughs> then you call me. <laughs> <laughs> who doesn't want an award winning yeah, home? Go away. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what are some of the more unique things that ICF has allowed you to do that maybe you were reluctant to do with some of the more conventional materials? So I think there's a few benefits here. And we touched on one briefly. So obviously, being able to go to a remote location now, like ICF makes that totally possible. Steep sites. Steep mm-hmm. sites, remote sites, ones that are you know difficult. I mean, the site that we had in Tawasson Beach, we were actually limited by tonnage to come down the road. So like I remember doing the cement there. We'd have to have smaller three-yard trucks at the top of the road. The big truck would come in and start filling the little ones come down the road. Oh, the ICF came down. The entire house package came down on one truck. And then we just carried it down the bank, or as you say, you literally float it down the bank. (laughs) So ICF does, I mean, that's a big advantage. So like these remote little homes, I mean, you can literally build your entire home out of ICF. You pour your footings, walls, you know, ceilings done. And and you can heat the house with probably a light bulb, you know, because it's going to be that energy efficient. So ICF is definitely very unique in that, in that it is a complete building package. Wow, that's awesome. Um, so we recently just filmed a video with the Home Builders Association of Vancouver. Do you want to fill the audience in on that project? Yeah, I'd, lo- no, I'd love to. Um, so we're doing a little a, a video. Uh, it's called Driving at Home. And it's basically to explore new technologies in the industry and maybe take some of that um, trepidation away from the clients. Like show them that it's not has to be doesn't have to be scary, all this new product coming in. So we've done uh, three episodes to date. We've got a, a few more shooting with uh, with building it right, I think, this week. And of course we did a really fun episode with you guys. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> that's really what the show is meant to be. It's it's meant to be technology doesn't have to be scary. Mm-hmm. And uh, and hopefully people find it uh, funny, amusing, you know, and, and educational. Well, we're excited to see it. Uh, oh, me too. Yeah. You say it comes out in the fall time? Yeah. Oh, so excited. Okay, sorry. That's okay. <laughs> and uh, is it true that even your dog prefers ICF? <laughs> yes, it's true. Uh, Little Flynn. Good old Flynn sure loved the house. Um, you didn't have to coax him into it, did we? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, he was on it. He, he was, was on it. it. <laughs> I think he was saying, what's next? I want my kitchen now, and where's my bathroom? And I want siding, and yeah. So, <laughs> did you bring my bowl? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was nice and cool in there, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, so now you recently got pied in the face for a good cause, of course. Can mm-hmm. you fill the audience in on your event in support of Mackie's Place? Yeah, so Mackie's Place, uh, I actually... Uh, found out about it through our church at Village Church. And it's a, a youth outreach program um, that I fell in love with. I fell in love with the kids there, really. 
Um, this is a program that takes kids off the streets, uh, teens that would normally have, say, nowhere else to go. They don't have a, a stable home environment or a troubled home environment. Uh, kids that are struggling, Mackey's Place gives them a place of refuge. Um, the reason we got involved, I think, with Mackey's Place is at the time they were doing a BCIT program through a chef program. And uh, being the guy that loves to teach myself, I said, well, what if I tied it in with BCIT as well? So we quickly did some research, talked to BCIT, talked to the Surrey and Delta school districts um, and started placing the kids in opportunities where they could get the apprenticeship program started. We just recently did a fundraiser. So obviously this is uh, all by donation. Uh, this is the second year. The first year we raised uh, $43,000. It's called the Mackey Pie Challenge, where we challenge other people in our industry to raise $2,500 each. Uh, last year we had challenged 20 people and then this year we uh, challenged 30 people and we raised $53,000 and it all sort of ends with uh, getting to pie each other in the face with a whipped cream pie. <laughs> <laughs> and I think this year I took a record. I think I took 10 pies in the head. Holy cow. Oh, man. <laughs> I had a, a few kids lining up to pie me as well, but, <laughs> but, uh, but it was all for fun. Uh, I had a lot of the guys in our, in our industry, again, like Hubert from JNR Excavation. Uh, we had Premier Audio. Uh, Grey Tech came out. So it was just... Building it right. Building it right. Yep. Oh, Murray came out. I think, I think Murray pied my son-in-law on the head, <laughs> <laughs> which was, I think I paid an extra hundred bucks for that. But uh, All your pent-up anger. All my pent-up. That's, yeah, that's not true. He's a wonderful... Actually, I couldn't have asked for a better son-in-law. But uh, he did. But he was. But he always gets all nicely dressed up, and then I always ambush him. I don't know why he does it, because every year I ambush him with a pie. So Quick study. There, there you go, eh? So, yeah. So, that, so that's something, and I'll continue to that. It, oh, that's awesome. That great place to get a apprentices too you got these young men where a lot of people have just given up on them and i remember like the young guy I got now when i went his uh his school teacher told me he said he's you're gonna have a struggle with this young man like he hates school work we have a hard time getting him here you know he's gonna last three months uh he's now been with us for a year and mm -hmm. he's going into his second year of apprenticeship oh, wow. and all of my project managers asked for him he still catches the bus every day to work he's the first guy there and then his paychecks go home. He pays, he helps his mom pay the rent, takes care of his brothers. Like it's turned into everyone else had given up on him. And he gave this kid a little slimmer of hope and give him some support and watch what, what he a great story and watch what yeah. he blossoms into. So that's awesome. Well, yeah. You're giving so much back to the community, but you're getting a lot in return as well. I think I'm getting more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it makes my heart swell. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's yeah, for awesome. Sure. When, when, uh, when is that challenge? Well, we just wrapped up the challenge, and then right now we're currently just planning to uh, we're building a new ho uh, coffee house for them, a mm -hmm. new uh, a youth center. So uh, my son-in-law is working closely with Mackie House right now to design and plan. We've been working with uh, Madeline Slowback. She's offered all of her services uh, for free uh, to get it designed, and we found a lot of the people in the industry have offered. Like I know Premier Audio just offered up, uh, you know, TVs and music systems, and so. Uh, so that's what we've been kind of just gathering some donations now to keep those costs down. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, and if people want to get a hold of you um, or follow Best Builders on social media, where should they go? So, Aaron, why don't you tell the people where they can find us here on social media? Uh, my name is Aaron. I am the sales and pre-construction manager over at Best Builders and just want to pop in here, say hi. And if you want to keep up to date on our latest projects and even some of the community events and initiatives that we are involved in, you can find us on Instagram at Best Builders. You can find us at our website, 
where you can find all of our projects. And that's www.bestbuilders.ca. Awesome. Thanks, guys, so much. Uh, Well, again, thank you, Todd and Aaron, for taking the time to talk to us today. For anyone looking for an experienced and professional home builder, please reach out to Todd and his team. Again, you can find uh, more on them on their website at bestbuilders.ca. We hope you have found this topic informative. Tune in to our next episode of Let's Talk Building Science. New episodes are released every month. For more information on Airfoam, you can find our website at www.airfoam.com or follow us on social media for more tips and feature builds. Mm-hmm.